Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically, and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women and Business Podcast. Hi, everyone. Elle Ballard is here on our next episode and interview on our podcast with my beautiful friend out of Houston, Mary Ann. Hi, Mary Ann. Welcome. Hi, Elle. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Great to have you. So before we jump into our conversation today, I want to introduce Mary Ann first. So Mary Ann showcases her talent and knowledge of the recruiting world in her current book, Revolutionary Recruiting, and the accompanying workbook, Revolutionary Reinvention. These books support individuals and corporations, teaching them how to tap into each candidate's unrealized potential to find the right person for each job, maximizing both employee satisfaction as well as the employer's bottom line. In 2020, she has refocused her skills as a consultant, available to assist both the applicant and the client to quickly adapt to the new work world. She utilizes her platform as a writer and speaker through her articles and affiliations to reach those in need of help, offering hands-on guidance to navigate this uncharted territory. Mary Ann offers virtual and in-person workshops to personally guide individuals through personalized self-discovery to find better suited career paths for success. Currently, she's reaching individuals through virtual avenues for universities and one-on-one mentoring for students soon to be out in the new work world. She continues to build her affiliations with recognized leadership organizations in order to best serve her clients and applicants by building a network of highly professional contacts throughout the world. Welcome, Marianne. Well, welcome, uh, Al. It's just it's just so great to be here. And uh, I love Women of the World. I support so much what you do to help women become their best self. And uh, I'm just great. I'm just so happy and uh, greatly um appreciative of being a member of of this organization thank you thank you thank you so much and i love you and i appreciate it for you too so let's start with the question that i usually like to ask right after i introduce uh you know our guest is really what why do you do what you do and what makes you unique i do what i do because i know the worst case scenario of being in the wrong job i had a person very close to me uh, that was in the wrong job and, uh, the stress of it, uh, eventually, uh, took his life. And so I know, uh, what the worst case scenario, as I said, can be to be in the wrong job. And because of that, I work even harder to help people not ever go through that severe stress of, of not utilizing your potential, not being in alignment with who you really are, not finding that success in the, in the new work world. And I think, you know, Elle, since post-COVID, things are much different now also. So I love what I do. I enjoy seeing people become their best self. And uh, I'm really committed to my career. 
Oh, yeah. And I love you to do what you do. And I remember when you spoke at our National Association of Women MBA, back when I did my MBA at St. Thomas, and, you know, sharing your passion, sharing your skills. And and I know you help so many women in what you do and, and men. Sorry, I mean, same people, <laughs> so many people, because I know you help men and women. That takes me to my next question is, uh, what was the biggest lesson for you? And of course, there are so many lessons usually that come to mind, right? But what was your biggest lesson or something you had to overcome in life or in business as a uh, multinational, as a woman of the world? I think the biggest lesson I've had to learn is not to be not to be afraid to fail. I think that sometimes we don't try something new because we're afraid we're not going to be real successful. And I think I've learned just the opposite. Uh, I think I've looked at people like J.K. Rowling and who gave an address at Harvard, and it was a, a failure. And she went up and said, you know, you people think, why are you here? We're at Harvard. You know, we haven't failed that much if we graduated from Harvard. J.K. Rowling, who is a very, very successful writer, failed many, many times. And it's through that failure that she gained the strength that she has and now has castles all over the world. So I think the lesson for me was don't be afraid to fail. If you're going to fail, you're going to learn something. And sometimes the lessons we learn from our failures are so much more powerful than what we learn from our successes. And also failure helps us become more humble. Failure helps us become more approachable. And I think those are all good things. Humility, being humble, having a, an understanding of others who are going through a hard time. I think those are qualities in this new work world and in the world at large that are beautiful qualities, not those to be feared. I love that so much. I, I think we uh, we forget, uh, even though we hear that, we know that, but I think we forget about that, the same thing when we're going through it ourselves. Right. And I think it's such a great reminder. We hear that and we, we, we um, you know, we know that. But when we are faced with failure ourselves, I think we forget about that. Right. And we we start doubting ourselves. I actually just had a conversation with someone about that. You know, it's so important to redefine failure, what that is and, and how and, you know, um, yeah. So, so thank you for sharing that. So beautiful. And I completely agree. Of course. And then um, I want to talk about our project that is coming up. And so, uh, of course, Marianne is a, one of our wonderful, beautiful writers in the story. And uh, this our next uh, multi-author bestseller, international bestselling book is um, we. So the title of the book is uh, Women, Money and Energy of Life. And the, the reason we Put the we 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 named it that way because of the it's beautiful stories that are shared, heart centered, just authentic stories of women from different countries. And I think about we have about 20, 12 countries represented in the book, and uh, including your story, uh, Marianne. And uh, I'm just so excited to bring this book to life uh, this coming spring. And uh, it's I'm excited about that. And this is the first women and money book that we've uh, we brought in our community we've published in our community so with your chapter in the book without giving too many details to our listeners what would you want people to take away when reading your chapter i think i would want people take to take away that money is not necessarily a validation of our worth but 
money can also show us that our efforts have been um, have made a contribution. I think money and and self worth uh, sometimes has a sketchy uh, definition, but I think that uh, if we work hard at something, we have heartfelt determination to succeed at something, and then the rewards we get are in a monetary way. I think that doesn't make us better or worse, but it shows us that our efforts um, have been successful. And um, I, I don't think, you know, somebody who makes zillions of dollars or lots and lots of money is necessarily better than somebody who hasn't. But the person that has worked hard and has achieved a level of success in a monetary way, I think shows that person and the world that that person went the extra mile. That person was determined. That person really went through a lot of challenges to get to where they are. And I think that's a good thing. I cannot wait to bring this book to the world and share your chapter as well. So thank you for sharing your thoughts and thank you for deciding to participate in our book, Marianne. Um, I know your story will be so valuable to many. Now, my next question is, I know you have been such a valued member at Women of the World Network. You mentioned a little bit about it at the beginning and uh, thank you for being our outstanding member and in, in the community, helping us expand, helping us meet other beautiful women uh, out there, what what does it mean for you to be a woman of the world? For me, it means to be associated with other women that have goals that are no, not only goals to become their own best self, but goals to help others achieve and grow. And that's what I see women of the world is doing. It's a community of women that want to share their talents, want to help others become their best self. And it's, a, it's an organization that continues to grow, continues to have new programs, to kin continues to attract members where I can learn from and expand my platform. At the same time, I can make a contribution to theirs. So being a member of Women of the World, to me, has been a really good experience because I have met so many people with so many different skill sets that I couldn't have met any other way. And even during COVID, um, we're so isolated. It kept that sense of community current. And, you know, I just in, uh, interviewed somebody on my podcast show, Career Can Do, that wrote, um, that took a trip to the Blue Zones. And the Blue Zones are places in the world where people live to be 100 or more. And he noticed, he, he, he found three common ingredients. And these are six or seven places all over the world. But the one really number one one that was most important was these people that lived to be 100 or more had a sense of community, mm. of, of community, of gathering together with others and sharing. That's what Women of the World gives us. Now, hopefully I'll live to be 100 and so we're all of members. Yes. This <laughs> community is what Women of the World offers. And I think now more than ever, post-COVID, we all need that. Because I think COVID made us stop in our tracks and say, who do I want to be? What do I want to do with my life? And I think being a member of organizations like this help you define that even more. That's my feeling. That's why I'm with Women of the World. And I'll always be with Women of the World. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much, Marianne. Thank you. And I love, yeah, I love uh, I love the Blue Zones and the community sense. And I agree I think it's it's a human nature, right? To to really for us to 
connect with each other and communicate with each other. And so during pandemic, we saw how it affected a lot of people being secluded. And and done, L, the people that spend too much time alone don't live as long as mm-hmm. those that are in the community. So I think for us as women also, you know, as, as things change so much, having an association organization like this where other women might be going through some of the same things you're going through, or maybe maybe they've gone through things that you're not gone through, you've not gone through yet. But by that interchange and exchange, you can help each other through it. Yeah. And I something you just can't get uh, by, by being on your own mm-hmm. and, and valuable, very, very valuable. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to move on to our next question is what are your goals? We just, you know, we are at the end of January and as, as, we start every year, you know, we typically wouldn't have plans, you know, of course, and goals and it's a fresh start. And so can you share with us what are your goals for 2023? I think my goals for 2023 are to have more work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And I think my goals are to do more in community, to do more with others. You know, I'm a, I'm a real hard worker. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I don't know if it was right. I, I work all the time. And I think that I like what I do. I love what I do. It doesn't really seem like a job because I enjoy it, but I think having more interaction with others, having more work-life balance, uh, having more uh, events where I go with other women that I relate to and do fun things with, uh, which I will be doing in March. I think those are the kinds of things. I mean, I want to do seminars. I want to do more online uh, you know, classes. I want to do more executive placements. But I think at the end of the day, if I had to give you one line, it would be to have more work-life balance and do more in community than I've done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. And I cannot wait to see you in March. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be catching up. We'll do <laughs> fun things together. And uh, yeah, in uh, our event, in, in-person event in March, celebrating our first anniversary. So for those of you listeners who are able to make it, we'll be meeting in person California on March 10th. So in Livermore, California. So it'll be, it'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Uh-huh. It'll be great. You know, we all really need great. that. Yeah. Touch, reach out yeah. and touch yes. Touch Zoom. yes exactly exactly so i am moving to our final section of our podcast is rapid fire questions <coughs> are you ready i'm ready <laughs> so your favorite book name is i think my favorite book name is the secret life of bees Mm. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Favorite international destination to visit? Malta. Summer or winter? Summer. And the last one is things that you have discovered about yourself recently. My sensitivity is my greatest strength, not my weakness, because I'm an artist and I feel. And through that sensitivity, I can share ideas and um, make analogies to things about nature, about uh, things that before I was afraid to, to make the analogies with. So I think, you know, I've hidden my sensitivity and tried to come across as this tough businesswoman sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm a holistic recruiter. I'm sensitive, and I think that's a blessing, not a curse. 
That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you for playing. <laughs> Thank you, Marianne, for sharing all of this. Please tell us how our listeners can connect with you. They can connect with me on my website, fairmouth.com, or they can always send me an email at uh, fairmouth at sbcglobal.net or mfairmouth at fairmouth.com. And uh, my website, also I have a um, podcast, nationally syndicated podcast called Career Can Do, out of the 45 best career global podcasts. It's now number 12. So yeah. it's it's a lot of good response, but it comes out twice a week on all uh, major podcast channels. So look for Career Can Do, and uh, you can hear me and connect with me that way too. Beautiful. So for all of our listeners who are building careers, um, in the new work world, make sure you connect with uh, Marianne, beautiful person. She has so much, so much expertise in the area, and I'm sure she's going to bring some value to you. Thank you so much, Marianne, for taking the time today to speak with us. And I will, I look forward to seeing you in March. <laughs> okay. Well, I have to tell you, I'm so blessed that I know you and that I met you so many years ago, and uh, I feel so proud to be involved in anything that you do. So for the listeners out there too, if you're not a member of Women of the World, check into it because you will be so happy that you that you, that you you were a member. It's You get so much out of it, I can't even describe it. Thank you, Al. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank Bye. you.